Welcome to a talk from St. Saviour's Sunbury. We hope it blesses you. Hi. I can barely see anybody because the lights are so bright, but I, I think there's lots of people. Anyway, um, my name's Joya, and I, um, I work for a charity called Kick. Um, we don't kick people and we don't just play football, but it's a sports charity and we use a sport and support to um, draw alongside young people and really support them in schools and in churches. So that's kind of what I do. But I was a chemistry teacher for 10 years before that and I love that job too. So I've just basically worked with young people for, since I was a young person, I think. Um, before I start the talk... I have to tell you that I did a lot of research about this, okay? Because that's the right thing to do when you're preaching, isn't it? To research what you're preaching about. So in my research, I found out, and I don't know if you knew this, because I think it's a new fun fact, that Jesus was seven pounds when he was born. Did you know that? (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing. What I thought was weird, though, because I didn't think they had a way in a manger. (laughs) And it (laughs) does. I love that Nisha's only just got it. So, uh, Stephen told me that would not go down well, but I think I won that one. (laughs) I've got about 10 minutes, probably eight now. Um, And it's Christmas, and I love a good Christmas quiz show. So, your challenge is to see if you can spot the Christmas film or song reference in the talk. Okay, There might be some other good stuff in there as well, but that's the main thing you're looking for. We're often told that this is the most wonderful time of the year. That one's for free. (laughs) But we're supposed to be super chilled, that we should use this time to rest and relax, recuperate after a busy term. I'm still working in school terms. But the reality for me, and maybe for you, is that I actually feel the pressure leading up to Christmas, that I've got to get busy trying to make sure that those three or four days where we're supposed to be children relaxed, our children relaxed, but all the days leading up to it are super stressful. Am I the only one? I stress myself out about buying presents, or not buying presents, maybe I want to be present this year, or should that per- that, is that person expecting a present? Whether or not I write cards, I've been terrible this year. Um, Or do I see friends? Do I see family? When am I going to make that all work? How many hours are there in the day? And I'm trying to get all my work done so there's just three or four days are chilled or I'm asleep. And not to mention this year, trying to plan all the new family dynamics that are going to happen and make sure that I'm just coping with every eventuality that might go down to make sure everyone is happy for those three or four days. Whilst desperately trying to maintain my Christmas devotionals each morning, because I can't help thinking that Christmas is supposed to be about so much more than all that stress. Surely it's about love, actually. And if that isn't enough, there's a whole bunch of unexpected stuff that just happens every year. Okay, Has anyone had some unexpected stuff just happen just before Christmas is about to happen? Yeah, not just me. And it's in the midst of everything, especially in this bleak midwinter. It made me think about the first... There's too many, isn't there? It made me think about the first nativity and how Mary might have felt. I wonder if she was feeling super chilled. We've just heard the wonderful story of what happened, and it's the age-old story that we know. But I wonder if she was chilled. I'm not sure that she was always so super chilled, but I'll let you decide. 
Because I want you to imagine that you are eight months pregnant and your husband-to-be says, rather than stay home alone, just the two of you, and wait for the baby and be pampered, we've actually got a trek to my hometown to complete this census, and he'd like you to do it with a combination of walking and maybe riding an animal. In the meantime, you're trying to keep a low profile because the entire neighbourhood is still coming to terms with the fact that you're not married, but you are pregnant, and Joseph isn't leaving you, and your explanation for all of it is that the Holy Spirit made it happen. And that's why you're pregnant. I don't know that all of that sounded very stress-free. No wonder when the angel comes to Mary and Joseph, he says, do not be afraid. Because I'm sure that was supposed to also cover, please don't freak out. And talk about unexpected. It doesn't really get more unexpected than a pregnancy that's happened without the obvious chain of events. But in the midst of this stress, an unexpected situation is there. A message of hope, impossibilities overcome, an encouragement to not be, af- not be afraid, and a promise fulfilled. This was true of the first Christmas, but it's true of Christmas 2019. Our lives are littered with unexpected situations. From finding that letter in the post that tells us we've got a tax rebate, to the one that also tells us we've underpaid. From the unexpected gift from a friend, to the unexpected news from a doctor. But you know what Jesus was expected? The Jews had been waiting for a Messiah, and yet his arrival was completely unexpected. You would never expect a king or a ruler to be born in such poverty-stricken situations. You would never expect the shepherds who watched their flocks by night to be the first to have been told about his birth. Jesus grew to be an extraordinary person, doing the extraordinary and the unexpected. Sometimes the unexpected is scary or worrying, but God whispers to us this message, do not be afraid. Angels delivered the message. God speaks this message so many times in the Bible. I think it's because he knew there would be things in this world that would make us afraid. It was important that he gave us many reminders. It's no surprise that every time throughout the Bible, God says, go, but do not be afraid. And he also promises to be with us. When I was growing up, we lived on a council estate um, in Croydon. And we had this large field that was just like, I thought it was like my massive back garden. And um, there was a concrete area next to it, and that's where the, the washing got hung. And um, that is where my dad taught me to ride my bike. I had the stabilizers first, both of them. And then we go to one stabilizer. Then we go to dad holding onto the back. And then I'm like, dad, I've got this. I've got this. Just let me go. It's fine. It's fine. I've got this. You can let go. So he lets go. That's day one, okay? Of being, like the day I learned to ride my bike. I was like, brilliant. Now I can do this. So day two, I'm like, you don't even need to come with me. Like, I've got this. I did it yesterday. I can ride my bike. I'm taking the bike with me, like, trying to clamber down the stairs from the balcony all the way down to that area. And I'm like, don't come with me. I'm fine. I've got this. I'm going to go ride my bike because I only learned yesterday, but I know how to do this now. And what happens five minutes later? I get a bit overconfident, which has kind of been my story the whole way through my life. And I fell off. And I'm about to cry out. But you know what, before I could even make my cry, my dad was already with me. 
because he didn't actually listen to me saying, I've got this, go away, you don't need to come. He was right there with me the whole time. Our carols that we've just sung are full of the word Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Jesus is Emmanuel. And this continues to be true. I don't know about you, but I need to hear that Jesus is Emmanuel this Christmas because I need to know that God is with me always. Mary, naturally shocked that she was going to be pregnant, asked to understand how, that, how this might be happening. And the angel reminds her that nothing is impossible for God. A virgin pregnancy, outrunning King Herod, who has decreed that all baby boys should be killed, seem fairly impossible to me. But for God, nothing is impossible. Do you have an impossible situation that you're facing? Do you need to know this Christmas that we're celebrating a God who can move mountains and can do the impossible? Have you seen Star Wars yet? Put your hand up if you're a Star Wars fan and you've seen Star Wars. A few of you. There are no spoiler alerts, don't worry, okay? But it is a beautiful story. A beautiful story of good triumphing over evil despite temptation of power and control. But that, as brilliant as it was, is not the greatest story ever told. It's actually the one where God, awesome and powerful, creator of the universe, became human because he loves creation so much. He humbled himself to live a human life and be put to death on a cross to reconcile himself to us. We sing every year, mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die. That's the best message of hope for us this year. It's wrapped up in celebrating the birth of Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. No matter what we're facing, no matter which way we're facing, no matter how much we think we've got this, no matter how independent we've become, no matter how impossible the situation or the relationship seems, no matter what the political outcomes are, no matter what unexpected situations happen, no matter what the future holds. Two things are true. Jesus, Emmanuel, God is with us, and he wants to give us, and me, the peace that passes all understanding, not like the world or self-help brings, but the peace that makes no sense in the situation. If you are hearing this word, Emmanuel, and you're sensing this feeling of, I want to know what that means. What did Mary experience when she said Emmanuel, when she knew that God was with her? What does it mean when these people around me say, God with us? If you want to know that peace, you can know it today. We're going to have some people over um, my left, your right, I guess, um, that will be really up for talking to you and praying with you. And I bet the person who brought you, if you don't know about all of this, is probably up for explaining it to you as well. So just say to them, I want to know what this piece is. And just really my actual research that I did is that when I've been thinking about this talk, it's the peace that passes all understanding, that God really promises to each one of us if we'd only ask him for it. So let's stand to our feet and we'll pray. For more information about St Saviour's, please visit our website, 
since sabiessunbury.org.uk.